0: Welcome to Kadampa Podcasts. These podcasts offer practical solutions to daily challenges and help guide us to a happier and more peaceful state of mind. In each episode, you will find an extract from a teaching given by one of various Kadampa Buddhist teachers worldwide. All these teachings are inspired by the profound wisdom of Venerable Geshe Kelsang Gyatso Rinpoche, a Buddhist master for our time. We hope you will enjoy listening. Buddha gave lots of wisdom to help us to respond to the world in the most positive way. He said, um, whether something is a problem or not depends upon how we respond to it. Um it's all of us here. We, we have challenges in our life. Perhaps it was a challenge that brought you here today. But um, what determines whether a challenge is a problem or not? It is the way we see it, the way we view it, the way we respond to it. And last week, we looked at um, changing the way in which we respond to painful feelings when they arise in in the mind. Um, you know, we experience physical pain, and we will also experience mental pain too. Um, you know, stress, worry, anxiety—they're all. Um, feelings that we experience uh, within our mind. And what creates those feelings is the mind itself as opposed to the external situation. Because two people um, in the same situation can experience it very, very, very differently. Somebody may find an external situation stressful, somebody else may be okay with it. They've just got some stability of mind. So our experience is not determined by our external world. It really is determined by um, our mind. So um, I'm sure all of us here experience painful feelings in the mind now and again. They pop into our consciousness. They arise in our mind. And Geshe Kelsang Gyatso in the book, How to Solve Our Human Problems, um, which I read some extracts from last week. He um, says that suppose somebody um, at work like um, criticizes us or undermines us, or that our partner fails to return our affection. These are just some examples that he gives. And um, you know he says, these things hurt, okay, they hurt. They don't hurt us physically really, they're more mental pain, these things hurt so painful feelings arise in our mind and then because none of us want to experience painful feelings we react to protect ourselves from those painful feelings and our normal response can be to become defensive or retaliate or blame the other person, um, or even um, harden our heart. So it's when you kind of just close down. It's, you want to protect yourself from uh, painful feelings, and maybe someone is giving you a lot of grief and a lot of uh, um, difficulty, and maybe we, we just find ourselves sort of going inwards, closing down and hardening our heart. And for each of us, we have our go-to mechanism, I think, to protect us from uh, painful feelings. You know, so you, you can explore how you normally respond to painful feelings, so if someone's critical, if someone undermines you in some way, um, uh, someone ref- fails to re- respond to our affection, you know, what what's the route you take in your response to your feelings? And for each of us, I think it's, it can be different in different circumstances. Um, but what Geshe Kao Sangyatso he says, so um, Geshe Kao Sanghyatso, he's the um, the, uh, the founder of our tradition and authored um, 23 meditation books, and he spent 20 years in retreat, so he got to know his mind quite well in that time. And he uh, he says that by reacting so quickly to painful feelings in our mind in this way, that we, um, we, f- we, we lose the opportunity or, or we fail um, to see what is actually going on inside of our mind, okay? To really um, uh, uh, find out where our feelings are, are coming from. And by reacting so quickly, we we're not able to escape the negative habits that we have that keep us trapped in a bit of a cycle, a negative cycle, a negative way of thinking. So you know, last week we looked at a new, an, a new approach that you might like to practice in daily life when painful feelings, you, you, um, you find painful feelings arising in your mind. The first step is um, not to panic, <laughs> okay? Not to be intimidated by our painful feelings because we live in a society that doesn't really want to sit with how we feel. Like, how easy do you find it to reach out to your phone when you're feeling a little bit bored or a little bit anxious, you know, rather than perhaps sitting with those feelings? um, There's so many weapons of mass distraction at our um, disposal, and all of them give us an excuse not to process how we're feeling and not to experience we feeling. So then we start to lack um, an ability to really process how we feel, to acknowledge how we feel and um, let go of painful feelings that we're holding on to. It's easier to re- reach out to a quick fix. it can be a cigarette, it can be a drink, um, it can be f- a food you know I just gotta eat something to escape how I feel. Um, it can be TV, watching movies. We've all got our little go-tos, you know, things we reach out to when we're sort of left sitting um, with our own mind. This is why for some people, solitary confinement is the worst thing, isn't it? Because what does that mean? It means you just sat with you and how you feel um, on the inside. Maybe you like the idea of that, I think I could do with a bit of solitary time. Yeah, maybe for a few days, but give it a few months, you will be like, I just need <laughs> some distraction. Um, it's. Uh, I'm now becoming aware of what's going on in my mind. The gremlins are coming out. So, um, learning to sit with how we feel is a skill. Okay, it's an art, and I think it can be a bit of a lost art um, in this world because of distraction. Um, and Geshe Kaosang Gyatso and, and know, knows that. Buddha knew that, so he said. Don't be so intimidated by your by your painful feelings when they arise, okay? Don't um, uh, immediately feel you have to escape them and just regard them as like um, uh, bad weather within the mind. So just as, uh, uh, yeah, think of your mind as like the sky and painful feelings are like some moments of bad weather within the sky of your mind. And just as clouds are impermanent and they cannot destroy the sky, so any painful feelings that we experience, they're impermanent. They're like clouds passing through the sky of our mind. And the painful feelings will never, ever um, destroy the mind, just as the clouds will never, you know, a thunderstorm will never destroy the, the sky. So a thunderstorm of painful feelings will never um, destroy our mind. <clears throat> so we're, we're trying not to be so intimidated by them when, when they arise, not, not afraid of them. And then um, we can change the narrative um, uh, uh, that we have with our feelings um you know normally when painful feelings are arising in your mind um and your friend maybe sees it on your face you've got this sort of gaunt look on your face and they they say to you um but you look you you don't look so well are you okay and we may reply um you know i'm in a lot of pain i i am i am experiencing pain and so we have a tendency to identify with our painful feelings um, as if they were us. Um, and uh, we, we observe them in our mind. And then in Buddhism we say, we impute. We impute our eye upon them. We, we label ourselves. We identify with those painful feelings. So we grasp at a very painful self you know, when when you're saying "I am in pain," your version of yourself, like how you're seeing yourself, is a person who um, is in is in pain, like uh, a painful uh, sense of I or sense of self, and we're grasping at that self as being our identity. So, what Buddha said is that when painful feelings arise in your mind, um, uh Try to relate to them <clears throat> um, in a different way, and rather than saying, um, rather than saying, "I am in pain," think unpleasant feelings are arising in my mind. Okay, and there's a big difference, isn't that, between "I am in pain" or and um, unpleasant feelings or painful feelings are arising within my mind. In the second uh, um, sentence or narrative you're more the observer of your painful feelings. You're just watching them. You you become aware that they're arising in your mind, but you're not identifying with them. And then uh, they will feel less frightening, less solid, and we're more able to deal with them uh, more constructively. So then, you know that the third—that's the second step. Then is just changing the narrative, the way we relate to those painful feelings. And then the third step is allowing ourselves to, um, you know, sit with those feelings, acknowledge them, experience them, and investigate their nature and where they come from. Okay. Um, And if we give ourselves the time to do this, because like geshe says, often we don't give ourselves the time to do this. Um, How how often do you sit down with how you feel and investigate where your feelings come from? You know, really really explore that a little bit. Um, Because the special wisdom dawns in our mind when we do this. And what is that wisdom? Well, what we realize is that The the painful feelings that we're experiencing are not coming to us from the external world are not being produced by the external world. They're actually being um, produced by our mind. And that the external world is merely a trigger for um, a potential within our mind to uh, produce uncomfortable and painful feelings. So do you think two people in the same situation necessarily experience it the same way? you know two people in the same do they always experience it in the same way? That's not the case, is it? So let's say let's say this you and then your work colleague and then you're together with a common challenge so you're faced with a common external situation. it could be working with another person or working on a project and, um, uh, this, uh, you know, third person, so there's you with your colleague and then there's a third person and this third person, um, I dunno, maybe they're a little bit lazy in their work or just annoying. Um, and that person can trigger very different responses in you. You know, you may, okay, you may be okay with that. It doesn't trigger uh, anger within you, but your work, your work colleague, it, it may trigger anger within them. So you're having two very different experiences. You've got the same external situation, but you're having two very different um, uh, experiences. And that, therefore, the experience can't be coming from the external world; it's coming from your mind and your reactions to the external world. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, all all the external world does, um, all it can do, is to trigger a potential that already exists within within our mind. Okay, so the external world is not the the substantial um, determining factor of our experience. It's not the main cause of our experience. It's what we call in Buddhism a secondary condition. It's not the substantial cause. Uh, So to use an example, um, if you want to grow a flower in your garden, what do you think the substantial cause for that is? What is the substantial cause for that? Let's say, uh, I don't know, a rose, what would be the substantial cause of that? Uh, and would you say a rose bulb, is that rose bulb? Or is water, is water the substantial cause of a rose? <laughs> you know, I don't think so. Cause water is not what transforms into a rose. It's the bulb. I think I'm not, I've got a, my um, knowledge of gardening is terrible, but I think bulbs, roses come from bulbs. So you've got the substantial cause, which is the rose bulb. Um, but that can't ripen without meeting with secondary conditions. Like if you don't water that bulb, not light bulb. <laughs> if you don't water it and it doesn't meet with the sun, the sunlight and the soil, you know, if you just had that bulb uh, inside your closet, it, it, it's a potential, but it will never ripen Um, but if you plant that bulb in your back garden and that bulb meets with the secondary conditions which is water and then the soil maybe some sunlight too some warmth and so forth then the the potential of the bulb is triggered and it grows it develops with a bit of time into a rose So just think on your mind or on your consciousness, you have lots of seed-like potentials to experience both pleasant feelings and unpleasant feelings. Because if your mind didn't carry the potential to experience unpleasant feelings, you couldn't experience them, right? And right now you may not be experiencing, hopefully not, stress and anxiety or painful feelings in your mind. But that doesn't mean that your mind is never again capable of generating such feelings. What what it means is at the moment, your mind carries uh, upon it um, seed-like potentials, uh, some uh, to give rise to pleasure and happiness, um, but some potential to give rise to painful feelings um, and negative minds. And these potentials remain dormant upon our mind uh, until they're triggered by our external world, which could be somebody criticizing you, someone undermining you, someone deceiving us, or just a difficult circumstance. The, the circumstances in themselves are not causing us the pain. The, circun- the circumstances themselves are just the secondary conditions, the triggers that cause the ripening of uh, uh, certain potentials in our mind um, to, to ripen. Okay, so it's, uh, you're getting, hopefully you're getting this sense that your mind carries potential. It carries the potential for joy, peace and happiness, but it also carries the potential to create painful feelings. Um, uh, sometimes very painful feelings and in Buddhism we call this negative karma so whenever you hear the words oh that's your negative karma you can say it's like um, negative potential so if someone criticizes us and it hurts we would say that's negative karma because it's a negative potential on the mind that's um, been triggered that's ripened as a result of hearing those words of criticism, it's like that is then ripened and uh, we're experiencing pain. If you feel inspired by this podcast, then dive deeper into timeless wisdom of modern Kadampa Buddhism by following the link in the episode description. We look forward to reconnecting with you in the next episode of Kadampa Podcasts.